Welcome to the Business Developers Network, where today's leading business developers share and learn innovative business development concepts to generate greater value for their businesses. Hosted by Artie Ruderman, Principal of Innovative Growth Solutions. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta and worldwide across the PBC syndicated networks. This episode made possible in part by Innovative Growth Solutions. For more info, visit igscorp.net. And now, please welcome your host of the Business Developers Network, Artie Ruderman. Here, the coronavirus has and most likely will continue to discourage person-to-person meetings. No one knows when you'll be able to attend industry events. So if you are responsible for developing new business and your main pipeline was developed through meeting people, how can you generate new prospects post-coronavirus? Our guest today is Dan Jordan, and he will tell us how you can connect with clients and prospects to develop business during and post-coronavirus. Dan Jordan, AKA sales energizer, whose specialty is teaching sales training skills and tools that have turned $30,000 a year salespeople to become $300,000 a year salespeople. Although Dan could help any size company improve their sales capabilities, often works with firms that have limited number of employees, although there is no limit to their gross revenue. As he explains, a freight transportation company brokering $100 million can operate out of a home. Typically, these companies grow beyond the owner's and manager's capabilities to grow to the next level or even sustain the level of income without having outside guardians. I always like to provide some background about our guests so the listening audience will know you better personally and appreciate what you have to say professionally, Dan. I've learned before you settled in Atlanta, you originated out of Metro New York. And Post-high school education, as Bill Gates might say, was, let's say, the road less taken. So how would you best describe yourself? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know who you're talking about. That was so good. I want to do business with that guy. I mean, that's good stuff. I tell you what. Yeah, I was just thinking about it today. I, I, I think that my, my, my life and career was greatly enhanced by not going to college. I think, I think going to college would have made me a worse person. Not only just like a worse you know, salesperson, a worse person, but really that's my whole thing. Think, you want to be a better salesman? Uh, you want to be a better salesperson? First, be a better person. And uh, that works uh, before and post-corona or the communist virus, as I like to call it. <laughs> you know, Dan, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. And I actually had that in my notes uh, later that you're just not a, a, a sales trainer and you're excellent at it. Your reputation is very well known, but also your pay it forward attitude. Um, and I just like to tell the listening audience a little personal story, because I don't know if you remember this, Dan. We, I don't. <laughs> I know. We met three, maybe three years ago. We had lunch together and I had just moved to Atlanta from Houston. And I was starting a fractional CMO, COO business for offering my services. Oh, and I, I do said, remember. I do remember yeah. now. Right. And I had uh, what the Yiddish term is called chutzpah to call you because I saw you as a successful sales entry into the Atlanta market, must have contacts. And I said, Dan, I'd like to meet you and talk to you. And I said, hey, Dan, can you do me a favor? And this is the part that had, I said, Dan, 
could you mention me or give me a listing on your website? Because I thought that would give me some visibility in the Atlanta market. And you know what you said, Dan? Sure. You said, sure. Right off the bat, Dan. You didn't know me from, from Adam. So I want the audience to know who you are, that you're the real deal. Uh, oh, I didn't ever follow it up on that. But you know what? This, this interview <laughs> will be on your website. So we're there. Oh, there you go. It only takes three years. That's it. <laughs> it, come, it comes around. Well, you know, uh, uh, you call it chutzpah. I call it being alive. I mean, we're so if this if this virus has taught us anything, it's taught us that we are social beings, some more so than others. But there's a great need for one human being to communicate with another. And when you're forced to stay in your home, uh, you're forced to find other ways to build the, the communication and connections with other with other humans. It's the best time in the world to uh, to be prospecting for whatever industry you're in, because people will gladly answer the phone. They need to speak with another human. Well, you know, Dan, uh, because as, as everyone knows right now, we're on a Zoom call and we're on time limit. I'm just going to keep us going. Let's talk about that topic, because you have what you have to call your existing clients right you have to call your prospects and you have to do cold calling so those are three categories which in the past you could just call a client up and say hey we're having lunch together or just call on them casually a, a prospect meaning someone who's in your pipeline but you haven't had a contract with at least you could reach out to them you could meet them and of course networking to to see people so can you go through those categories? We have existing clients, your prospects, and how do you develop new contacts, Dan, in today's post-coronavirus or even during coronavirus? Yeah, I've been on a lot of podcasts lately, but no one's asked me that question, which is probably a really a, an important question. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share this bit of wisdom. But what this virus has done has weeded out a lot of average salespeople. Weeded out a lot of people who were just kind of doing what you said, calling their existing clients up, hey, let's go to lunch. As if that was the end. You know, like the goal for meeting them was to go to lunch, was to eat. Like you couldn't find the shrimp anywhere else. You had to do it with them. And that's what they do. So that you found out when you don't have that anymore, you realize, what am I really adding to this relationship? And so oh. it's forced it's forced the people who wanted to step up and wanted to grow to say, really, what value am I adding? And if I'm not, let me discover some value. And then so I have a reason to call on my existing client. It's not just to have lunch. It's to provide that sort of value, offer another idea, bring them another way to make uh, uh, more sales. Perhaps even, ooh, uh, you know, this is something strange. Uh, how about bring them a new customer? Bring them a new client. Become a valued resource instead of just a vendor. So this is what should have always been the purpose for those communications, but now it's even more magnified because you can't share the, uh, uh, you know, the, the veal. That, that skin, was, you know, that, that was excellent wisdom and, and, a, and very good examples, excellent examples. So now we're, we're talking about with your existing clients. Uh, yes. I know that the same could pertain to your prospects, but it's just a little different with prospects because of the familiarity, if you will. 
So Yeah, well, uh, you know, two things. Uh, whatever your business is, remember this. If you're not growing, you're shrinking. Uh, if you're not climbing, you're sliding. You know, you're never all set. Death of a salesman is when I want to get to the point where I'm all set. Like, you know, that's the goal. Because something happens. I'll tell you what's going to happen today. You know, people say I can't predict the I can predict the future. I'll tell you what's going to happen today. Someone's going to be born. Someone's going to die. Someone's going to move. Someone's going to get married. Someone's getting divorced. Someone's uh, deciding uh, that they no longer like their job. Someone's getting sick and not showing up there. That's all have Change is constantly happening in the marketplace. So you're never all set because there's always something new happening. Uh, and the day you can, you can not only understand that, but to embrace that and look at all those changes as opportunities, it gives you uh, the reason to wake up in the morning. It gives you that, that reason to, to, to reach out to somebody new, to prospect, to knowing that you might be able to help a new person today with your service. So the first thing comes in with working your head, getting your head into the game, that if you're not growing, you're shrinking. You're never going to be all set. And step number two is to have a system to constantly be reaching out to people. There's two different, you know, the technology that you use to make us, you know, to give a sales presentation uh, is not the same technology that you use to close a sale. And it's not the same technology that you use to initiate a new contact to prospect to them. And so you have to practice. Those. Prospecting is a different sales tool. I, I equate it to this. It, 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 and the reason why I say it is if you're using the sales technology or your sales system on a prospecting call, you're going to fail, guaranteed. And so you have to see what's, what, what a prospecting call is, what a cold call is. What it is is basically a billboard. Um, so if you're driving down the highway and you see a, a billboard for, let's say, a, a Subway sandwich, a $5 foot long and you're driving by, but you just ate a meal and you're not hungry. Uh, you're just going to drive past, you know, you're not offended that they, who the nerve of them putting a billboard in front of me when I'm not hungry. How are they supposed to know? Now, if you are hungry and you see the sign, you go, eh, maybe I'll pull over. Believe me, the people in the store, they're not crying for every car that passes them by and doesn't stop for the subway sandwich. It's just a billboard. So if you call somebody up and you say, and Artie, what, what are your services? CFO services or CEO? CMO and COO services. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. CMO and CEO services. And you call a company and they say, you know, we're really not interested. It's not like you should be offended by that. They don't need it right now. Make another call and move on. You don't have to convince somebody. If someone says on a prospecting call, uh, we don't need it, believe them. I mean, there's, there's 10,000 other people in, in your area right now Dan, that could use it. Dan, I, I hear you loud and clear, and I'm watching the clock, and I really want to get to that topic of, though, how do you do it now? Because I can't go to a networking event and, and meet somebody. So uh, what am I going to do? And I have to call them. And you know what? I haven't called anybody in I don't know how many years. So what's different during coronavirus that, that I could do differently? to reach out. You have all the confidence in the world. I can see that. I'm a little, you know, maybe a little more covert than, than you. How do I reach out to somebody and disturb them in the middle of the day to try to market my services and goods? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, it, it starts in your head again. Uh, I'm, I'm in, in six minutes. Is that how much time we have here? Hold on here. 
Oh, okay. In, in six to eight minutes, I can't give you the whole thing, but I can give you a, a start. And the start is uh, get that out of your head that you're disturbing somebody. If the, if the reason oh, why you you don't want to call them is because you're disturbing, it's because your product sucks in your own head. I mean, if I was calling you and say, hey, listen, Artie, I just want to let you know I've got $10,000. I want to see if I could bring it over. You think we could set up an appointment? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how much you got to think about your, you have to have an irresistible offer. And if you don't think enough of your service that it's helping another person, then you're going to think you're disturbing them. Believe me, you're not disturbing somebody. Your house is on fire. I got a hose. I want them to see if you want this hose. You know, they're going to say yes. No, if their house is doing great, they say, yeah, no, I'm not interested. Good. See you later. But they don't, they've already forgotten about you. It doesn't matter. So that's the first thing. The second thing is there's a couple of little skills you can use, uh, and I'll share one of them with you. And this one is, uh, I call it the seven magic words. And these are words to use instead of, hi, how are you doing today? Uh, when you say, hi, how are you doing today? What you think you're saying, hi, how are you doing today? The other person hears, this is a cold call. The guy's about to jam something down my throat. I'm going to put up my defenses and build up a wall right now. And he's going to try to fight through and let's, let's go after it. You know, that's what you're doing when you say, how you doing? So I say, don't say that. Instead, use the seven magic words. And uh, for your listeners and for you, the seven magic words are, I wonder if you could help me. So I'm going to call you on the phone and say, hello, hello, Artie. And you're going to say, yes. I guess, hey, I wonder if you can help me. My name's Dan. And the reason why I'm calling is I have a, a product that we're working for other companies in your industry that's helping you save a lot of money and earn a lot of money and get more friends and get better looking. <laughs> I just wanted to call to see if you got five minutes that we could talk about this. How's that sound? Boom. And I'm in it. I'm in and out. Um, but uh, if you say, for whatever reason, people have a need to help. And so, in fact, if you, all right, let me ask you this. You walk into a, uh, a department store when you used to do it before the communist virus uh, and a salesperson comes up to you and, and what do they say to you? Hi, how can I help you? How can I help you? That's their job. <laughs> so if you just call them and say, hey, I wonder if you can help me, they're going to be like, yes, that's what they're paying me for. And so instead of building up the wall, simply by saying those seven magic words, uh, they welcome you into their home and, and give you permission to pitch. You've, you've officially not disturbed them. Now, the point being, during coronavirus and post-coronavirus, let's talk about the importance of picking up that phone. That's something that a lot of people have not done for a long time. Well, no, they have done it. They, they've just done it with family and friends. They haven't done <laughs> it for asking for business. Right. I mean, it's not hard to pick up a phone. You pick it up, you press a few things, and then you press the green button, and you've just called somebody. I mean, it's not like you can't do it. It's, it's, it's a lot less, oh, I can't do it, and a lot more, I don't want to do it. Thank you. And so, you know, as soon as uh, the, the desire to provide for yourself and your family is greater than the, the awkwardness of picking up the phone and talking to a stranger, you do it. Well, now you just touched on, on something else, Dan, and that is talking to a stranger. So yeah. if you were to do a, a cold call, you would have.
have to first do some research to know who your prospect is. Maybe check out their LinkedIn so you know a little bit more about them professionally. Hey, maybe they actually came from your hometown or, or your home state. Well, now um, now know. we're talking about a little marketing. Uh, Go ahead. And, uh, you know, what we do in my real in Sales Arbiter, that's my company right now. What we do is we uh, we go into companies similar to yours and we build self-functioning highly profitable sales teams, organizations for the company. So the owner doesn't have to be involved with it. It increases the value of the business, blah, blah, blah. But here's the deal. Uh, uh, you know, cold calling is just, is just the delivery system. It's part of the marketing strategy. So marketing is your message, what you say, what you offer. The marketplace is your target market where you, where you deliver that market, uh, the, the place that, you're, that could best use your services. That's where the research comes in. I know we work with companies from, uh, you know, one to five million dollars in gross sales where the owner is deeply involved in the business uh, and they're in a manufacturing type of facility and they've reached a, a static stage that one day they want to sell and they can't sell for the right that they want. So I know exactly the market that I'm going to. So I have a basic idea of what they are. The cold call or the email or the social media campaign or, or the, uh, the knocking on the door or the letter that's just the delivery of the message to the marketplace. Cold calling is just another way to get there. It's just the fastest way to get there, and it's the quickest return. And it's, by the way, the best way to do research. Call to see if you might be interested. No? Got it. Move on to the next. Well, I'm glad you, you brought up about social media and marketing and email blasts because that I would recommend if you're going to call a cold prospect, at least if you start social media or become blogging in some way, you could be known before you make that call, or at least your company is known. So when you make that call, it's not totally cold. Right? I have some friends. I have some friends uh, in the speaking world uh, that, you know, that speak in the sales world that are, you know, kind of ticked off. They go, DJ, I don't get to sell anymore. I go, what do you mean? Okay. He goes, by the time they call me, they've seen all my stuff. They kind of know who I am. I basically have to answer the phone and be alive and I and have a date available and I can do the, the gig. And so that social media isn't necessarily for getting the business. It's not that good for, uh, for advertising and for acquiring. But once you've made a contact with somebody on the phone or some other way, or you met them out in the public, you did whatever you did, uh, and then they look you up. And you're all over the place. Hell, it's one thing if they look you up and they find out you're an axe murderer. You know, not good. But even worse than that, what if somebody looks you up and they find nothing? What would you do if you looked up to a vendor that you wanted to do business with? You say, hey, I wonder if they're good. And you found nothing on them. You know, you think you had the wrong person. So don't be that person. You don't need good stuff. You just need a lot of it. <laughs> I, I I hear you there. You know, podcasting is a great thing. Everybody should have a podcast. Well, it's it right now. It's the medium of choice. Uh, it just seems to be, and, and I think that's because, it, uh, unlike videos right now, which are also good, they're they're part of the mix. But it, that takes visual concentration. Where a podcast, you could be driving, you could be doing house chores, that kind of thing. Exercise. And not everybody's as good looking as you are. You know, not everybody could have. That's true. <laughs> so, Dan, um, we, we have about five minutes, and, and I want to keep it on advice for coronavirus post-selling. So how would you even change some of your, uh, your out-marketing, your, your micro-marketing? You know, what, what would be different on, on email blast or, or 
whatever social media you're on or, or LinkedIn or whatever other avenue you're going for outside marketing? Any suggestions there that are different than what I was doing before? Uh, yes. Uh, completely ignore it. Completely ignore this whole thing. Pretend like it's not happened. Every see here, I, I, they, there's one. Uh, there's no way to get noticed if you're saying the same thing as everybody else is saying. Right now, everybody's saying, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, what is it? New normal. I think that's the term, right? Yeah, it's a new normal. Is that you know, right here with your new normal? It's a bunch of garbage. Every single sale has always made the same way. Somebody has a need, somebody has a service, and somebody makes the contact to get those two people together. Every single time. If someone's going to say, I'm not ready because I'm waiting for something to ch- you know, change with the, with the virus, say, okay, thank you very much, and make your next call. And, or, or you could say, like I'm saying to my clients, or I have tons of people who said, listen, I'm waiting to see what's going on with this whole virus. And I say, in the meantime, I'll be calling your competition. <laughs> you know, because what's going to happen is true. I mean, eventually right. it changes, right? Sure. The question is, the only are you going to be on the front itself. end of this mm-hmm. or, on the, or behind or, or part of the pack like you've always been? This is an opportunity for the smaller company to really get a leg up on the world. It's just success loves speed. Time to now, listen, my whole, I made an entire career about working when other people aren't. I know for a fact, salespeople don't work on Mondays and Fridays. So I work hardest on Mondays and Fridays. Salespeople also don't work when it rains. And so I work hardest on Monday and Friday. If it rains on a Monday, it's like, you know, (laughs) I love it. And so Mondays, Fridays, and when it rains, it works. You could change that. Mondays, Fridays, and when everybody else is chicken because of this communist virus. Nobody's working. I got no competition. You got no competition. Don't change what you do. Whatever you're doing, do it 10 times more. That's there's my advice. If they say shelter in place, then you make more calls. The more they say don't do, you do. Actually, I call it not the new normal. I call it it's going to be a new abnormal. But get used to it. Whatever. Yeah, we got used to everything in minutes. We got used to this whole thing. I mean, I see traffic now. I'm like, what the hell is this traffic? Where does it come from? You know, it used to be traffic was the norm. Now you're like, it's going crazy. It's going crazy. We're on a countdown for less than two minutes. So uh, our guest is um, from the Business Developers Network show has been Dan Jordan. Uh, I call him the Michael Jordan of sales training. Uh, But Dan's last name, just so they know if they want to look you up on LinkedIn, is J-O-U-R-D-A-N. And and Dan, I'm sure people are interested in speaking with you. So please give your contact information. Yeah, you, I, look, that's a perfect way to do it. Just pull up Dan Jordan or the Sales Energizer. Actually, if you go to the Sales Energizer, I got something. It's just a deal today. I got a seven-day cold calling blitz. Um, I think I'm giving it away for a dollar today. So uh, seven-day cold calling blitz. If you just go to the salesenergizer.com, that's thesalesenergizer.com. But a link in with me, Dan Jordan, or just pull up my name. There's this website out there. You might have heard of it, Google. You ever heard of Google? Yeah, so I go to I Google have. and just put in Dan Jordan. J- How do you spell that? J O U R D A N. And uh, and then there's all sorts of garbage there for you. But yeah, I'd love to talk to anybody and all that stuff. But I think you've been awesome, man. How's business, by the way? 
You, you know, it's kind of weird to go with what you're saying. I, I just picked up a new client last week. So there's, there's business That's out right. there. Yeah. You see, mm-hmm. you said chutzpah. That's right. So do like the hint by group. My dad <laughs> used to say, whenever you find something, there's a good Yiddish term. If someone knows what it means, call it. <laughs> Dan, that's great. Well, thank you very much. This was a great uh, interview, and I, I, you know, we got to have lunch again. I, I appreciate every you. three years. You got that's right. Every three years, you're awesome. Thank you so much, and uh, for putting up with me and for your listeners. Uh, and uh, I love your podcast. Thank you. And uh, you can listen to it on Pro Business Channel, and then it goes evergreen on twenty different syndicated networks, including Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Very good. I'll subscribe. (laughs) On behalf of the Pro Business Channel Networks, we want to thank our guests, sponsors, and you, the audience, for joining us on the Business Developers Network. This episode made possible in part by Innovative Growth Solutions. For more info, visit igscorp.net. Today's broadcast can be heard on demand on your favorite internet channels, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play, and across the PBC syndicated networks. We invite you to share the show using the posted social media links and join Artie Ruderman and his guests on the next episode of the Business Developers Network.